Hi, you're listening to Willa, also known as What I'm Looking At. It's a podcast about what I'm looking at, and it's only available on Spotify. If you want to hear the original run of 179 episodes of the past, you can access those by becoming a subscriber on Spotify for $3.99 a month. That contribution really helps me do this podcast, and it helps me continue with my art and running my center, Steady Waves. If you like my podcast, please consider subscribing. I super appreciate it. This podcast is part of the independent art label, Down and Smiley. Go to downandsmiley.art for all kinds of curated art and all the ways to listen to this show. Enjoy the episode. Everybody, everybody, yeah. Welcome to Willow, yeah. What am I looking at? Willow's back, alright. Welcome. Now that I have thoroughly embarrassed myself, actually, no. There is no embarrassment. That was a Backstreet Boys song and variation of my greeting in a Backstreet Boys fashion. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you can tell that I'm a singer. <laughs> oh, we do have some fun here, don't we everyone? Welcome to the podcast for the third time. Yes, I'm back for another week and you're back as well. Or maybe here for the first time. Who knows? Do you know that Backstreet Boys song or was that very confusing to you? I grew up in the time of Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and I think I did slightly prefer NSYNC but I did have a few Backstreet Boys favorite songs and Backstreet's Back Alright I don't know if that's the actual title, but that was one of my favorite songs. Also, ain't nothing but a heartbreak, tell me why, ain't nothing but a mistake, tell me why, I never wanna hear you say, I want it that way. That's Backstreet Boys, right? That might be in sync. No, that was definitely Backstreet Boys, and uh, I kind of remember the music video for that one. I think it was like in a airplane hangar or something, but yeah, I was pretty obsessed with the boy band Craze, and the very first show I went to was an Aaron Carter show, 
and I think he was about 11. I must have been around the same age, and I got to meet him and get his autograph, and sadly now he's passed away, but I did meet Aaron Carter and get his autograph, and I wonder where that autograph is. My mom probably threw it out, but if I could find that, that might be a cool thing to frame. If you are new here and you don't know what's going on and why you've stumbled into this bizarre corner of some person's mind, this is my podcast about what I'm looking at and pretty soon I'm going to describe to you what I'm looking at. And the point is that there is no point and that's the beauty of life, perhaps. I'm not sure. Well, it certainly is for me and speaking of beauty, one of the beauties of this podcast for me is that I get to just speak with no real goal, and in that way we can share this common experience of just not knowing what necessarily is going to come next, and that there's just a sort of peace within that. And actually I'm going to read to you something, a message that I got a couple days ago from a listener, sort of pertaining to what I'm talking about right now. And yes, I did get permission to share this message, so don't worry about, don't worry about that. All right, I'm going to read it. I'm not going to say who sent it, but you know who you are. The message says, hi, Emily, happy new year. Happy new year to you. I'm currently listening to your Willa episode about your rings where you're talking about this notion of domination of one's brain. This got stuck in my head because I'm a cognitive psychologist by training and there are theories explaining attention focus and restoration that talk about similar things. I think your podcast is what they would call a soft fascination stimulus. That does not completely dominate your full attention and these kinds of stimuli are especially good for restoring your attention between periods of intensely intensively focused activity, basically relaxing your brain's attention muscles. Other soft fascination stimuli are classically nature sounds, the sound and vision of waves, rustling of leaves, birdsong, gazing into the fire, etc. Here's a light read on the topic if you're interested, and they have linked me to a positive psychology article. And then I said, oh my gosh, thank you, blah blah blah. Do you mind if I share this? And they said, not at all, feel free. I'm glad you found it interesting. I was researching eco-psychology at one time, which is mainly concerned with the human-nature relationship. And this is one of those theories that is used to explain why we can relax and focus better in the presence of natural soft fascination stimuli. Because to our, rev to our evolutionary ancestors, these stimuli were the baseline indicating a safe environment, conducive to rest and recovery. Your soft voice, talking about amusing but not astonishingly novel stuff, achieves the same effect. It's like having someone accompany you at the campfire and softly talking while you're dozing off to sleep. It's reassuring to know that someone's out there still awake and keeping an eye out, while conveying calmness with their tones, constantly anchoring us in safety or at least something like that. And then they send me this post, which I really liked at the time, and I still like it. And it's someone has said, 
I hope death is like being carried to your bedroom when you were a child and fell asleep on the couch during a family party. I hope you can hear the laughter from the next room. How nice is that? So, for everyone new here, this podcast is all about soft fascination. Soft fascination. We are softly fascinated together by things that we're looking at, and maybe that will relax you. Maybe that will make you feel calm. Maybe that will help you study. Because, listen, there's no pressure to understand what I'm saying at all. It can go in one ear and out the other. I think that just as long as you know that I'm here with you, maybe while you're drifting off to sleep, or maybe while you are doing something that's difficult, or maybe you just want a complete brain melt and you don't want to focus on anything at all and you just need my voice to be there instead of anything else. I'm so happy to be that voice for you and keep you company. And yes, I do hope death is like that. I loved and still love the feeling of falling asleep when other people are awake and talking and making noise outside and it's just extremely comforting. It just makes you feel like you're not alone and that you're safe and that nothing bad can happen. In fact, I still I still fall asleep best when other people are doing things around me or if someone's listening to a video next to me, I can fall asleep because I can feel safe knowing that there's someone looking out for me, there's someone kind of there protecting. So although I can't do much to protect you, fair listener, I can be here with you and just know that I care about you and I want the best for you and I want you to be happy and warm and safe. So thank you for sending that to me and I just wanted to share that with everyone and we can go forth with this new term of soft fascination. I've called it before bore core, but core is getting a bit old, isn't it? I like, I like soft fascination. Soft fascination. Softly fascinated. Very softly fascinated by life. It's a windy day here. It's an unpredictable day here. It's a rainy day here in southwest England. I'm looking out the window and I see the leaves rustling back and forth, hither and hither and fro. <laughs> uh, I see my sign jiggling in the air and I see remnants of some Christmas lights dangling from a building and blowing in the wind. I see some grasses blowing as well. And yet in here, in the center, it is very still. And there's a lot to do on my list, but we're not going to talk about that right now. We're going to sink in to what I'm looking at. Do you hear it? The wind. The wind is saying something. Okay. Are you ready? At this point, Please, if you're able to, relax, and if you haven't already, 
If you're driving, please don't relax too much, but if you can, if you have nothing else that you're choosing to do at the moment, please just use this as your invitation. There isn't anything to do right now except for listen to this podcast and listen to my voice. You have permission to take this time out of your day. You don't need to be thinking about your to-do list, just like I'm not thinking about my to-do list right now. You can put it aside. You can use this time as a meditation, just completely zone out. You deserve it. You deserve the rest. Today we'll be looking at another art supply item. It is a low odor solvent, aka white spirit, aka turpentine. Probably there are slight variations among turpentine, white spirit, and this solvent, but basically it's the same thing. Its function is to clean a paintbrush which has been painting with the aid of usually a human oil paint, and oil paint is famously difficult to wash out with water (laughs) because it is oil, and oil and water do not mix very easily. So we use this low odor solvent in order to get the oil paint off of the paintbrush and then furthermore wash the paintbrush with some conditioning soap. So this is kind of the first step in the process to washing an oil painting brush. This canister is roughly four and a half inches by also four and a half inches and two inches and a bit in depth. So that gives you the rough size of the solvent can. It is metal, tin perhaps, maybe aluminum or aluminium. It is silver and white and there are a few pops of color, that being a very interesting shade of green, which almost exactly matches the shade of green I've painted on this shelf I'm sitting in front of, and red of the lid, but we'll get into that. So the can itself, naturally, in its bare naked state, would have been a silver metal. Silver metal that's been painted on the front and around the sides with white. Probably a machine did this. Probably a machine spray-painted this can white. Overall, this can has a very minimalist, very kind of scandy look, and perhaps that was one reason I was drawn to purchase it. It's by the company called Jackson's, and they're an online company I order from sometimes when I'm low on art supplies. Because there is an art supply store in a town nearby called Dorchester, but it's not always convenient to go and then to get art supplies, you know, given my very busy schedule. So yes, sometimes I do order art supplies through Jackson's. And I'm looking at the front of this can at the moment, but I can also see at the same time the top. So I guess I'll just start with the top. Most of it is metal, but there is a plastic element, and that is the spout, the pour, the pourer, the pouring spout. 
So when it arrived in the mail, it was flush with the top of the can, but then to open it, you've got to kind of break the seal and then pull it up. And then it forms a pourable spout for you, so, so it makes it easier to pour in a different container because you can't really use the solvent in this container as it is. You have to pour it into a separate receptacle in order to clean your brushes. So the pouring thing is made of flexible plastic. It pulls out into a sort of like a, for some reason I'm thinking of an accordion, but it's not like an accordion really. It's just a plastic part which comes out into more of a spout. And on the top of that is the lid. It's a screw lid and it's also plastic and it's made of a red plastic and it's round with two sort of uh, tabs which come up, like fold up and that makes it easy to twist open. And the red is a fire engine red. The plastic is clear, transparent plastic, kind of a plug. And then there's the hole which the plug is plugged into. And then the top of the can is the silver metal. Okay, now moving on to the front of the can. The main event. I'll start at the left side. We've got in a text that is running vertically, so it's not it's not easy to read unless you turn your head 90 degrees. There's a symbol. It looks like a logo, but I'm not sure what it's for. It's a it's a circle made of black. So black circle, it's hollow. And there's if you Imagine a backward C and a frontward C back to back. That's what it looks like. Or if I'm looking at it from the side, it looks like an, an N on top of another N, lowercase n, in a circle. And the text, I'm just going to pick it up. And I don't really want to position this vertically or on, the, on its other end. Alright, so it seems like we have a string of seemingly random letters and numbers strung together. They must mean something to somebody, just like every person must mean something to somebody, you know? And so I'm going to read what it says. The first line says 3A1 slash Y1 dot 2 slash 180 slash 20 slash L slash 04028 slash S N C H dash A S A dash S M zero one. The next line reads three A one slash Y one point two slash one eighty slash twenty slash I slash C S I dash two eight seven one three dash slash I mean ASASM07. And all of those letters and numbers are in black and a sans serif font, very plain, aerial ish type of font. Don't know what they mean, but there they are. 
Now we're looking at the front sticker. The sticker is about, let me measure it. It's two and a half inches high and it's centered on the front of the can and it curves around to the back, but it only covers a slight portion of the back. So it's a rectangular sticker that's running from pretty much the center of the can onto the back. Actually, it's not, it's not placed in the center in terms of where the sticker starts, but it is centered on the can, if you get me. So it's sort of a, it's a pleasing design. It doesn't, it looks kind of offset, which I like. This color of green is like a light sage green. It's really pretty and I don't see it that often on packaging or on, you know, products, I guess since they're an art company, they got artsy with it, you know, I appreciate it. On the sticker, it's a left, it's a left aligned design. It says low odor solvent, and of course the odor is spelled O-D-O-U-R, as in the UK way to spell it, or the European way. And below that it says 500 ml milliliters and then a dividing line. We'll come back to that. So the low odor solvent 500 ml, the low odor solvent part is in bold and it's a fairly nondescript font. It's a little narrow, but otherwise it's just your average all caps bold font. Very easy to read, nothing much to say about it. It's very clean, very classic modern, minimal. The 500 mil is in not bold, but it is also narrow and it is sans serif, so it looks like the same font as the low odor solvent, just in unbolded fashion. Now we're back to the dividing line and we've got a computery font to talk about. It looks like a kind of a hybrid between a computery font and a typewritery font. So it's got that very clean and modern feel, but also it's got that kind of old-fashioned feel. It's interesting. It's an unbolded font. There's some serifs involved, but it is very plain and simple. I really like this font. I'm responding well to it. And it is not all in caps. There's regular cap going on. The first letter of the first words are capitalized, but otherwise we've got normal cap, norm cap here. And it reads, a studio-friendly alternative to regular solvents used for diluting oil and alkyd color suitable for cleaning brushes. So, it is an odor, low odor version of perhaps, you know, turpentine, which is very smelly. The fumes really get to you after a while. 
and even still with this stuff I can smell it and I try to keep it exposure to it at a minimum and then lastly on this front the front of this packaging it says Jackson's Jackson's is in a very fun font it's made to look like someone has handwritten it in a sort of in like a calligraphy pen way but a really fast one or maybe like a marker it's yeah it just looks like handwriting like someone's jotted it down quickly and perhaps that's what happened maybe they had someone just write jackson's a bunch of times and they picked one so it's probably very very custom it is their logo i believe i don't think they have any other further like image as their logo or anything like that so i'm gonna turn the can 90 degrees and now i see there's some information on the side but it's kind of curved around to the back as well so i'm holding it looking at it from kind of the corner now this is very very small font if i had trouble with my eyes well i do have trouble with my eyes i'm wearing my contacts but if i was far-sighted i wouldn't be able to read this it's very small it's in a sans serif like an Arial font or what's that other one helvetica and it's a warning it's a very serious warning so warning is in all caps and then we go on to regular norm cap so i'll read it to you now warning extremely flammable liquid and vapor very toxic to aquatic life with long-lasting effects harmful if swallowed in contact harmful if swallowed in contact with eyes skin or if inhaled causes serious eye irritation keep out of reach of children keep away from heat slash sparks slash open flames slash hot surfaces no smoking keep only an original container wash hands thoroughly after handling use personal protective equipment as required and then it says in all caps here if on skin wash with plenty of soap and water if in eyes rinse cautiously with water for several minutes remove contact lenses if present and easy to do continue rinsing if swallowed rinse mouth do not induce vomiting and then there's a tiny little mj8500 and then there's a phone number in bold 020-7254-0077 and a website www.jacksonart.com and the label's slightly sticking over in a, a debossed triangle on this can just a little upraised white and then on the back there's a barcode and two symbols in black and red icons in diamond shapes hollow diamond shaped red boxes and then there's on the first one there's a black illustration of a tree and a fish dead on the shore how upsetting 
And then in the second box below, there's a flame. So of course, these two symbols are telling you, if you didn't read the warning, harmful to fish and will cause a fire. And the barcode is as follows. 5052418143911. How fitting. Call 911 if you swallow this stuff. Alright, that is my low odor solvent for oil painting. I keep it away from heat and flame, so please try not to worry. It comes in handy for me when I'm painting. And overall, I'm very satisfied with the product, and I can recommend it, because I've used it for, for several months now. Okay, I hope that you're doing so well, and it's been really nice to sit here with you. Until next time.